My name's Angelo, and welcome to We Want Picks. I had an incredible night last night. My picks went 10 and 1. 10 and 1. There are people out there right now bragging about going 7 and 4. I went 10 and 1. All my bets hit. I had four bets. Three of them hit. One was refunded. All my bets hit. And that continues a wild win streak on this channel. We are now at the seven-month mark, seven full months of not losing one single dollar each fight night. Each Saturday, we do bets. I tell you about my bets. And each Saturday, we're hitting and we're up money. It is a ridiculous streak that is somehow managing to stay alive. And last night was perfect. I'm going to talk about my bets. I'm going to talk about DraftKings. We're going to talk about the fights and we'll find out who gets our free weekly giveaway. I just hand out cash every single week and we'll find out who wins that. Let's jump right in. Here's my bets. Before I dig in, go to wewantpicks.com slash bets. We have three different betting partners. Click on one of them, make a deposit, let me know, and I will pay you. It is literally that simple. I will give you $50 as a thank you for supporting us and supporting our betting partners. And a ton of you are following my bets, winning money and saying, wow, thank you so much, especially this week. The amount of comments I got this morning, I made a bunch of cash. Well, you want to support the channel? You want to give back a couple things. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you like the videos. That's the most important thing. You want to tip? Great, you can tip. You want to become a member? Even better. You want to sign up, make deposits, utilize our partners, that's even more huge. All of those things are incredibly helpful. Thanks for following along. Let me dig right in. Right out of the gate, I had a money line on Ketlin Vieira. The whole world disagreed with that pick. I feel like I was the only person on the Ketlin side. Take a look at MMA Junkie. Look at this. 13 people they have. They have 13 professional writers doing analysis every single week, making their picks. 13 of them, not one single one of them picked Ketlin. Not even just to be different. Nobody picked Ketlin. Every single one of them picked Misha Tate. And what a mistake that was. And look at this. They split on the Brady fight and they split on Ronnie Yaya. All a big mess. It, it, honestly, you guys pointed that out. You told me, I don't know about Ketlin. MMA Junkie just went 13-0 and on Misha Tate. What a mistake that was. And listen, they're professional writers. I know we're not the only pick channel out there. There's a million people doing picks. The difference is I have managed professional fighters for 15 years. In every organization, UFC, Bellator, CES, I've managed professional fighters for 15 years. Dan Kramer, who's on this channel, professional fighter. And we just have different looks. It's just a different look. I've spent 15 years in corners on their training mat with these people, going to and from events, just watching different things. You get a different feel for it. You get a different eye for it. And I get it. I'm a little braggy right now, but after going 10 and one and hitting every single bet, I feel like I've earned that right. So let me ride this high. We're going into an off week, which is best case scenario right now. Ride the high, go into the off week. Ketlin Vieira, one full unit, that hit. Lupita Godinez, one full unit, that hit as well. I was very confident in that. A lot of you gave me a hard time. Not a ton of you. More of you gave me a hard time about not picking Misha, but you know, a lot of people were talking about, well, Loma's got nasty takedowns and, and she's a Muay Thai fighter, so her clinch work is great. That, that is all true. But that's, this is the professional eye. Styles make fights and, and Lupita uses her physical size to bully and make things happen. And as, as 
technically sound as Loma is on her feet and as as far as her wrestling is starting to come, I was 100% positive that Lupita was going to be able to bully her way into takedowns. And she made that happen, one full unit. Terrence McKinney, that was honestly my most confident bet going into this week. And unfortunately, that fight was canceled. I'm sure they'll rebook it, and I guarantee he'll be a decent favorite once they rebook it. Then I had two prop bets. And these prop bets are only at Bet Online. So we on picks.com slash bets. We have three partners. One of them is Bet Online. They have the best prop bets. And here's two of them. I did Hoffa Garcia wins inside the distance, decision, no action. The reason I did that is I was worried about Rafa Garcia's cardio. Didn't even matter. He ended up winning a decision. But what this bet means is if Rafa Garcia knocked out Natan Levy or submitted him, I would have gotten paid at minus 105. If he lost a decision because he gassed out, which didn't happen, but if he did, I would have just gotten a refund. And that is what happened. I got a refund because he didn't win inside the distance. So I got a refund. That bet is gone. No big deal. I now only have three units in play. And I hit Michael Chiesa plus three and a half. We will dig into that fight a little bit later. But what that bet means, if you're new here and haven't heard me explain it before, you can buy a single round on the judge's scorecard. I bought a round. So what that means is I just need Michael to win one round. And then I've got my two and I hit my bet. And if you watch the breakdown and you heard me, I literally said, Sean Brady's going to win the first two rounds. Gas. Michael Chiesa's big, strong, and ridiculous cardio. He is going to take that third round. I'm doing plus three and a half. And that's exactly what happened. And that hit 3-0-1 on bets. I couldn't be riding higher. Very, very proud of myself. But I'm not the only one who won money last night. Jakey boy had Pat Sabatini money line. Four full units on Pat Sabatini. He didn't get to join the show, so he didn't get to hear his logic. But he did tell you that he was his lock of the week. He's all over Pat, big time Pat guy, and he puts his money where his mouth is. Every single bet we cover on this channel is an actual bet. It's not just advice. Honestly, it's not advice at all. I'm just telling you what I did with my money. You want to follow? Great. You don't, you don't have to. Jacob Lines, Pat Sabatini, four full units, crushed it at almost even money, so good for him. Follow him, Instagram, Twitter, JT underscore Lines, and make sure you go to wewantpicks.com slash bets. Support us, support the channel, support our partners, and I will pay you $50. We have three betting partners. Bet online, best prop bets for MMA, period, end of story. They will give you deposit match and I will give you $50. Bet US, they have the best odds and the best prop bets. They let you prop anything, or sorry, the best parlays. They let you parlay anything. You can get crazy props, parlay them together. And they give you a 125% deposit match. You give them 100, they give you 125. You do that, let me know. I'll give you 50. It's that simple. Support us, support our partners. Let's take a look at DraftKings. So we're not allowed to share our DraftKings lineups going into the week anymore. DraftKings yelled at us. They suspended us. They said, stop doing that. So we did. Now we're unsuspended. And look at this. I went 6-0 and last night. Six, or sorry, 6 for 6. I had six winners. Ketlin Vieira, we talked about that. I bet on that. I was positive. Pat Sabatini, same thing. Very confident. Pat Sabatini was going to get it done, and he did for over 100 points. Adrian Yanez, that fight was close. And I said in the breakdown, I think Adrian Yanez wins, but I think Davy Grant is the livest underdog on the card, and he looked fantastic. What a fight that was. Rafa Garcia, 93 points. There was zero doubt in my mind he was going to beat Natan Levy. The only concern was his cardio, but Natan Levy, it's just too soon, 6-0. 6-0 in the UFC, that's just too soon especially with the holes that he has in his grappling, even though he's supposed to be a grappler. 
Rafa Garcia, 93 points. And then we had Cylon Nerden Beak. He was a big underdog pick of mine. I went 10 and 1 last night. He was on the 10. He was in the 10. My one miss was uh, Corey Lang, and it actually came down to one takedown. Either way, Nerden Beak, 98 points. I was confident he would get it done, but I was also confident that Sean Soriano would blow it, as he has many times before in the UFC. There are people that look amazing on the regional scene and just cannot make it happen when the lights shine. I don't know why. And then uh, Luan Panero. And Luana Panero, 80 points, basically. Listen, that's kind of a letdown considering she cost 93. I knew she was going to win. I thought she'd get some more takedowns, but I'll take it. 80 points, I went six for six. But take a look at the right. So I entered my lineup in my friends league and then also a bunch of 50-50s and double-ups. I literally won all of them. Here's the friends league on the right. We have far more, but I cropped it. You see me at top first place, baby. Jacob took second place, and Danny Boy took third place. Nick Newell was at like fifth or sixth or something like that. Either way, We Want Picks did a clean sweep of the Friends League, so we just do 20 bucks. It's like eight, nine people. It's nothing crazy, but either way, ton of fun. WeWantPicks.Draft.com slash DraftKings. Literally, it's free, and I give you money if you win the public league, and we'll find out that winner in a few minutes. But let's talk about Monkey Knife Fight. So kind of a, a non-topic. Because I had, I, I told you guys last week that Knockout Kings has been a guarantee for me. It's been free money. So I just went all in. I just did a Knockout Kings, $100. I maxed it out. I had Yanez, McKinney, and Garcia. Well, McKinney dropped. So the, the play was canceled. It's that simple. Nothing to talk about. The play was canceled. So I got my money back. No big deal. But what I did want to show you here is for Thursday Night Football, Monkey Night Fight does these fun promos. They have quarterback versus quarterback. It was Jones versus Ryan on Thursday. They said, tell you what, we'll set Ryan's line at one and a half yards. So that's an obvious more. You just have to get the Jones side and you can triple your money. I said less on Jones. I paid a hundred bucks. I won 300. The reason I bring this up, I get it. We're a fight channel, not a football channel. But the reason I bring this up is because there is nothing this week. No fights Thanksgiving week, but there is football. Wewantpicks.com slash MKF. Sign up, make a deposit. They will instantly match your deposit up to 100 bucks. Play some of these football lines and, and keep an eye out for a promo because they do these really fun games. They give you these really fun lines to encourage playing. Find one, play it, and you can triple your money. You get better odds with football than you do with fights, and that's because fights are so unpredictable. But triple my money, 100 bucks to win 300. We want picks.com slash MKF. There's no fights on Thanksgiving week, but you can definitely make some money doing football props. Let's talk about the fights. Shylon Nerdenbeek versus Sean Soriano. I touched on this a minute ago, but I was all over Nerdenbeek here. All over it. I was positive he was going to win. And you know what? He had a phenomenal skill set. I talked about his skill set. But it was really a pick for him and against Sean Soriano. Listen, not to dog Sean Soriano, but he has proven that he cannot make things happen in the UFC. I think he's 0 for 6 in the UFC now. He's proven that for whatever reason on the regional scene, he's a killer. He gets to the UFC, he gets to the octagon, and he just can't put it together. And it was a good fight. It was a competitive fight. By no means did Sean Soriano get the break speed off of him. But I was on the Shailan side, and it went exactly as my breakdown said. And honestly, that's the difference here. When I check, this is what I do every single week. I do my research. I take my notes. I film with my picks, and you guys see all of that. Then I go out. And I start looking at everybody else's picks. I just want to see where did I end up? 
but I don't watch them before because I don't want their toxic, incorrect nonsense in my head. I need a clean slate to do my stuff. Then afterwards, I want to see how I stacked up. 90% of people were on Sean Soriano, and I just didn't understand it. How could you be so confident in a guy that has proven he can't win in the UFC? I just don't understand that. I wrestled my whole life, and I'm sure a lot of you out there watching have wrestled or done other sports. How many times have you had a teammate that inside the wrestling room or on the field looked like an All-American? And then on game day, on, on match night, fight night, they just can't put it together. That is not the same person. That, that person on that mat on a Wednesday night under the lights in the gym is not who I trained with all week. And that's similar to Sean Soriano. It's a little dramatic, but similar. He just can't seem to step up when he needs to. And it sucks because he's a very talented fighter, but for whatever reason, he's like the best regional fighter in the country. And that's it. Just can't make it happen in the UFC. I hope they give another shot. The dude paid his dues. Either way, I was on the Shailan side, and boy, am I happy that I was. Lupita Godinez versus Loma look boomy. This image is super zoomed in, but it's a picture of Lupita picking up Loma and dumping her with a double. And that was the breakdown. I said Lupita is going to bully her, going to push her around. Loma's small. And it's funny because when... Chris Riley joined me for our monkey knife fight line setting video before we were recording. He said, I know you're on Lupita. I know you have that money line bet, but Lupita and Loma are like, their stats are exactly the same. I said, don't look at the stats. The stats are stupid. Sure. What? They're the same height. They have the same reach. First of all, you've heard me say a million times, reach means nothing. People giving you breakdowns of fights and saying, well, this person has a one inch reach advantage. So that's the pick. That is such trash. It literally means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. But these two ladies, same height, same reach, and obviously same weight because of the weight class. But they're built very different. And they're the same weight. Lupita has to cut weight, work herself down. And she is big, big legs, big hips, and she uses them for the wrestling. Loma, while is getting bigger and stronger, is still undersized. She's still small, cuts no weight, has actually been putting weight on and still fights at 115. What I will say, so this fight went exactly how I thought it would. But what I will say is Loma did look good. I look forward to the next year, next year and a half, her putting on more weight, her like building up some of that size so she can compete because she literally, she was definitely the more technical striker. She had a takedown of her own. She defended a few well. Her issue is her size. She's just a little undersized for this division. And somebody like Lupita, who's as physical as she is, as imposing as she is, Gave her problems, but I will probably pick and bet on Loma in her next fight. Rafa Garcia versus Natan Levy. I mentioned this before. Rafa Garcia, everybody hated his guts because he lost to Chris Krutzmacher. And Chris Krutzmacher is not very good. He lost to Chris Krutzmacher in his last fight, and everybody hated. How could you? What, what was the comment I got like six times this week? Here, uh, fade the guy who lost to Krutzmacher. That's the move. Wrong. That's not the move, man. Styles make fights. I've been managing fighters for 15 years, and I've said that 10 times in this video. It's probably annoying, but it's those things. I watched Natan Levy's fights, all of them. They're all available on YouTube, super easy, 10 seconds worth of searching. I watched the fights, and you know what I saw? I saw a talented kid who can get it to the ground quickly, who struggles to maintain position. I told you, watch those fights. He's defending Kimura's. He's defending his neck. He's constantly in the wrong position somehow, even though he's on top. 
And then, yeah, he has three submission wins or three stoppages. If you look at the submission wins, one of them is a guillotine where he did all the wrong things trying to defend the takedown, then just got a guillotine and it worked out. My point is, I watched the breakdown. I broke them both down. Rafa Garcia, tons of experience, power in his hands, a very good grappler. His big issue was cardio, which is why I bet him to win inside the distance or decision no action in case he ran out of gas. But I knew Natan Levy wasn't ready. 6-0, and you're not ready. Not against somebody like Rafa Garcia, who's like 14-3 and or whatever the hell his record is. Power in his hands. Very good grappler himself. Just wasn't ready. It's too soon. I know you want to be in the UFC. I know people want to cut those corners. It's the biggest, it's such a huge opportunity. And I know the UFC wants to push him because, you know, his, um, his background and he's got himself a little following. It was just too soon for him. I'm surprised they gave him such a tough matchup. Uh, he'll probably get a much easier fight next outing. But either way, he still hung in there. He, he didn't look miserable, but just a little too experienced to step behind, not as versatile as Rafa Garcia. Ronnie Yaya versus Kyung Ho Kang. I was all over Ronnie Yaya here. You heard the breakdown. You watched the breakdown. I was like, we have grappler versus grappler. And one of them is literally amazing. And the other one's pretty good and coming off a two-year layoff. So yes, Kyung looked good striking. He was definitely the better striker. And, and my daughter's a better striker than Ronnie Yaya on most occasions. But it came down to the grappling. The dude is relentless. I broke down the stats for you. And it's so crazy to me. I watched people break down the Ronnie Yaya fight, talking about he only has 33% accuracy in his takedowns. But guys, you're reading that all wrong. That was the wrong read. Look at how many takedowns he gets per fight. He averages three takedowns per fight. And his takedown accuracy, you're right, is only 33%. But put those together. What does that tell you? That tells you that he is a relentless takedown guy. Relentless. He gets three takedowns per fight and only executes a third of them, that means he is constantly on your hips, constantly on your legs, and looking for a takedown at all costs. I knew he wouldn't give Kang the, the room to breathe. I knew it. That's exactly what happened. Kang looked good that first round. His striking exchanges looked good. But then as soon as Ronnie got it to the ground, I mean, it was a world of difference, a world of difference. And then once he got Kang to the ground and Kang felt that grappling pressure, felt his legs get tied up, all of a sudden his striking started to... He didn't have as much confidence in his striking anymore. And then that's when Ronnie really took off. Once the threat of, the, of getting smashed in the face was sort of out of it, that's where Ronnie really took off, took over the fight, dominated. I, who did I get into an argument? I got into an argument with one of you. We did a, an impromptu live stream on Friday. One of you, and show up in the chat and show your face and apologize, was going on and on. Ronnie Yaya sucks. Ronnie Yaya hasn't beat anybody with a winning record. Ronnie Yaya is boring. And I, piece by piece, broke that apart. I pulled up Sherdog. Ronnie Yaya, 21 submissions. That's boring. Ronnie Yaya, his last, like, 15 opponents all had winning records. You people just love to hate for no reason. Styles make fights. You have grappler versus grappler, except one of them is here. And the other one's, like, pretty good. Doesn't compare. Ronnie Yaya, for the win, this dude just keeps doing it for me. Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady. This was... This was a very confident bet for me, but a hard pick. I was on the right side of the pick. I had Sean Brady, but what was my analysis? Sean Brady's the better striker. Michael Chiesa doesn't like striking. Well, that was wrong. <laughs> that was wrong. Historically, that was correct, but last night, that was wrong. Michael Chiesa won every single striking exchange. He looked fantastic striking. 
I said they're both nasty grapplers, but Michael Chiesa is big and has cardio for days. My exact breakdown was Sean Brady is going to win rounds one and two. He will start to slow down. Michael Chiesa will take over and win the third round. Sean Brady's the pick, but the bet is on Michael Chiesa to win one round. And if you've never seen me do that before, go to wewantpicks.com slash bets. We have three different betting partners. One of them is Bet Online. Go in there, make a deposit, let me know. I will send you 50 bucks, cash that PayPal, however you want it. But they allow this bet. They allow you to basically buy a round. I can buy a round the judge's scorecard. And I looked at this fight and I said, Michael Chiesa will absolutely win this third round. And let's look. That's the round that he won. He lost two 10-9s and then won a 10-9 in the third round. He took over. He's huge. He's got ridiculous cardio and he is tough. And I knew He'd win that third round. I bet on him to win a round, and it hit. And listen, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens to Michael Chiesa because in his last fight, he actually could have gotten Vincente Luque's back. Instead, he got too excited, tried to attack the neck, overcommitted, rolled through. He ended up getting submitted. Here, it was just relentless wrestling from Sean Brady. He couldn't keep him off his hips, but he took over. And if this was a five-round fight, he absolutely would have won the fight. He would have won a three-to-two decision, maybe even gotten a stoppage because Sean Brady was slowing down. But I, I don't think Michael Chiesa loses a lot of stock here. I thought he looked great. I thought he looked great. Yeah, the wrestling defense is what it is, but when when somebody's just only trying to take you down, it gets a little tricky. Sean Brady, a lot of people talking about he's championship caliber. He's the future. Not yet. He's got to take care of the cardio and he's got to button up the striking. I mean, he, let's be real. He lost a boxing, all the boxing exchanges with Michael Chiesa. That's a problem. You are not going to be on the top of the division if you're losing striking exchanges to Michael Chiesa. Either way, I'm very curious to see what happens to both of these guys next. I think they both could be a nice force in the division. And honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch in a year or two after both of them rattle off a couple of wins. Main event. You guys dogged me for picking Ketlin Vieira. Dogged me. I might be the only person on the planet, or at least one of five, outside of Ketlin's family that picked her to win. I was positive she was going to win. I put the money line bet on her to win. I had her in my DraftKings lineup. I told all of you she was going to win. And, and for some reason, Misha Tate was like the trendiest pick on planet Earth. I showed the clip earlier. I'll show it again. MMA Junkie, 13 staff writers, 13 of them, Every single one picked Misha Tate. We didn't even get one just trying to be different. Every single one picked Misha Tate. And for the life of me, I can't figure out why. Okay, Misha Tate, former champion. Great. Misha Tate, just a few months ago, looked amazing. But against who? I've mentioned this before. Styles make fights, and you have to look at that through that lens, through that eye. Misha Tate's only path to victory, only path to victory, was going to be a bunch of takedowns. Ketlin Vieira has nasty hips. She's hard as hell to take down. Hits like a truck. Big, strong, hard to take down. How is Misha beating that person? And she didn't. Misha's face looked like it went through a meat grinder. Ketlin Vieira just pounded the crap out of her, defended every single takedown. The only time that it even remotely looked like Ketlin could have gotten taken down is when she took a shot in the first round it was a decent shot. Misha Tate a solid takedown defense. She's not a bum. I'm dogging her in this matchup. I'm more dogging the picks than I am her. That's when Ketlin looked a little like, uh-oh. And then her coach was like, what the hell are you doing? Just box. And that's all she needed to do was just box. 
We have a piece on our website called Monday Morning Cornerman. It's done by Ryan Quinn. Ryan Quinn, former professional fighter. Ryan Quinn ran the amateur program in American Top Team, so he's got an eye for this. Check out the article. He basically talks about how this fight was less about what they did and more about what they didn't do. Ketlin should have put Misha Tate away. She was a little gun shy, but she won. That was my pick. I'm super happy. Hopefully, you guys followed along. Apparently, uh, you guys told me this, that like I, I haven't gotten a female fight bet or pick wrong in God knows how long. I did get the Whaley one wrong, but either way, apparently, uh, I've got an eye for that. I don't know how or why, and I didn't notice until you told me. I, I'm curious to see what happens with Misha next, but you know, Misha Tate is like in the 2010 fight world. Right, She's better than the OG fighters, but not as good as Generation 3. Let's say we're on Generation 3 right now. We got the 90s, the mid-2000s, 2010s, and then we got the 2020s. She's right in the middle. Good grappling, okay striking, but doesn't put it all together well. Ketlin Vieira is Gen 3. Nasty takedown defense, nasty hands, has her own takedowns, great jiu-jitsu. She's good everywhere. I'm proud of the pick. Hopefully, you guys followed along. Hopefully, you got rich. That's what we're here for. Support the channel. Weonpicks.com slash bets. Sign up. Make a deposit. Let me know. You want to tip us out? Tip us out. More importantly, most important thing you could ever do for us is like, subscribe, comment, and participate. We're building a community, and I appreciate having you here. Let's take a look and see who won our free DraftKings League. If you don't know, we have a free DraftKings League. It costs literally zero dollars. Zero dollars to join, zero dollars to participate. But if you win the league, I will pay you. If you're a subscriber, I'll give you five bucks. Hey, it's five bucks. It's free money. Just for playing a game you're already going to play. But if you're a member, I'd send you 30. And to become a member, there's a join button on this video. Click it. It supports us. And uh, it pays for itself many times over if you win our free DraftKings League. XX woke up. XX. You won the league. You won the contest. Let's take a look at your lineup. You also, oh, you went five and one, not six and oh. Five and one, Misha Tate, 63 in a loss. Man, you should have listened. You should have listened. Ketlin was cheaper. Should have listened. Pat Sabatini, great pick, 105. Tyler Santos, 125. First round submission, that one was great. Hoffa Garcia, 93. Lupe Godinez, or Lupita, Lupe, whatever you want to call her, 85. And then Nerdin Beak, 98 points. Great lineup. Reach out. I'll get you paid, whether it's five bucks or 30. I'll get you paid. But let's take a look at second place. Razor thin. Two points. Literally two points. We're talking less than a takedown between second place and first place. Spencer K87 went six and O oh and got second place instead of first. You had Ketlin. Good on you. You had Sean Brady for 82. Tyler for 125. Nerdin Beak and Lupe Godinez, Hafa Garcia. Where's the difference? Where's the difference? Sabatini's the difference. Sabatini. Man, either way, X woke up, XX, reach out. I'll get you paid. Everybody else, thank you so much for everything. We went from zero to 3,200 subscribers in like eight months. We just, we, we're not even a year old. So thank you all very, very much. Tell your friends. Let's grow together. I love this community. You guys are amazing. Keep the conversation going at our Discord. There is a link in the description. Thank you all so much for everything. Enjoy Thanksgiving. I'll see you the week after that for Font versus Jose Aldo.